it's the photographer's job to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. So don't for one second think that you're the minority because you're feeling uncomfortable. You're not, like Lou said, you're 99.9% of couples that come to photographers. They're just a little bit nervous of being in front of the camera and it's the photographer's job to settle those nerves on the day and get those real natural moments from you guys. Hi and welcome to the Unveil podcast, debunking wedding planning all the way to I do. As a photographer and videographer in the industry, we're asked daily as to where to start when it comes to planning your big day. So allow us to help you make the planning process as seamless as possible. Consider Unveiled, your little black book of weddings, packed full of insight from industry experts, do's and don'ts from couples who have tied the knot, plus an abundance of info on your most requested topics. I'm Lucy, founder and wedding photographer at Lucy Weddings, and I'm here with wedding videographer and my soon-to-be husband, Eddie Blake. G'day, Luce. We've got a topic that is very close to you and I to discuss today, and it is photography. Yeah, it should be a goodie, this one. Between us, Luce and I have shot about 500 plus weddings, and we've sort of jotted down our most frequent questions that we get asked. So we're going to relay this information so we can equip you guys in the lead up to your wedding. Yeah. And if there's anything that isn't covered that you guys would really want covered, please feel free to either send us a message by Instagram off the back of the episode or join the Facebook group and you can pop it down there. That's right. So before we start, we'll just preface that uh, this is information between Luce and I. Every photographer is different, but for the most part, you guys will be able to take a lot away from it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So you just got engaged. And where probably one of the first things that you book would be your venue and then I think close second would be your photographer. Yeah. So where do you start when even looking for a photographer? Because it is, there's a lot of amazing photographers out there. Yeah, I think the best starting point I would say is probably Instagram. Just gives you kind of a overarching look at what you can expect visually and as a final product from your photographer, keeping in mind that this is a highlight reel. So a step from there would be then going and checking out a whole bunch of finished galleries on their websites. Even just taking a step back from that, I would say that probably three key places to look when searching for a photographer. One, I think would be word of mouth. So if you've been to a wedding or if your friends got married, Word of mouth can be really strong because the chances are if they've done a good job at your friend's wedding, they're going to do a great job at your wedding and you can kind of get the rundown of how that photographer works and their style as well. Yeah. And I would probably say the, so we've got Instagram, uh, word of mouth, and a third one would probably even be directory. So a few weeks ago we had Amy from the Wed Shed. That's just one directory, but there's a lot of different directories out there. Uh, and that, that could be another starting point when searching for your photographer. So once you've kind of nailed down your favourites, what would you say is the next step for couples to take? Yeah, I, w- I would start probably just inquiring with each of those f- photographers directly. They've probably got some packages and a little bit more info to provide you with and then you can kind of go through that with your partner and then probably a step further is even finding a time to maybe set up a call or a face-to-face with that photographer just to get to know them a little bit more, get to know their vibes because a really important part of the day is creating that rapport with your photographer. So this would be a good good starting point to do, to do that. 
Yeah, I think um, also majority of photographers, once you hit their website, you'll find that they have an inquiry form. This is really important for you guys to fill out prior to, I think, getting in touch directly with your photographer, both to save your time and theirs. Check to see if they have the date available first. Yes, and another one would be sussing out where that photographer is based as well because uh, a lot of photographers will won't have a travel fee inside their immediate radius but outside that radius there's more than likely going to be a travel fee so in some parts you might be able to save a little bit of cost if you can source locally but it's just a it's good it's a good idea to to suss out where I suppose you can get this information from their website where they're from but it's just a good idea to on that inquiry form putting things like where your wedding is the date um, so then when that photographer comes back to you they can come back with their packages and what's included uh, as a whole yeah it's just going to save you guys a lot of time and energy going back and forth and and it might just help you um, come to a decision a lot quicker exactly so another really common question that Luce and I often get asked is do your packages include one or two photographers I think a good way to attack this question is I'm going to be on the side of two photographers <laughs> and Lucy's going to be on fight, one. fighting on the side of one <laughs> photographer. All right, so give me your argument. <laughs> Why do you only need one photographer, Luce? Most photographers that are running their own wedding business do and will believe that they can capture a wedding solo. A second photographer, yes, is eyes where we can't be all at once but the ability that a photographer has to help structure the run sheet of a day can allow them to be and capture all moments that need to be it just might take a little bit of a reshuffle okay so my argument to that is if you've got a situation where the boys and the girls are getting ready separately as as in 20 minutes plus from each other how do you combat that with one photographer well I personally would probably suggest that I start slightly earlier so it would allow me to be at the boys and look we both know that it doesn't take that long to capture boys prep Mm. boys prep compared to girls prep is so minimal and so quick and I know that it just doesn't it doesn't require a whole heap of time. So even if you were to give me 20 minutes with the boys, enough time to get to the girls, by the time that the bride is getting her final touch-ups in the chair, everything is still captured. Yeah, well, I mean, what I, what I'd say about that is, you know, we're still to hear a point from having two photographers. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'd say to that point is if you're asking the boys to get ready, at a certain time just so it would allow you enough time to then go to the girls to then go to the ceremony. It's kind of forcing the guys to, to get ready at a time maybe they don't want to. And I'm just going to say hypothetical here, stinking hot summer's day in February and you're going, hey, boys, just to get some photos, can you just <laughs> jump in your suits two hours before the wedding? Like me personally, I would hate that. Okay. Solution number two. You offer the couple an alternative. So the boys don't necessarily have to have their prep shot at the house. If you're not overly, I know a lot of boys aren't over the top with their part, with getting those prep photos. They just want to have a beer with the boys and get to the ceremony. So 
there have been times where I've said, I'll shoot the boys at the ceremony when I get yeah. there to shoot the setup. So I'll go to the girls. I'll leave slightly earlier from the girls prep than I usually would. Get to the ceremony, shoot the boys, shoot the ceremony setup. And there you go. Good point. I think we actually see eye to eye on that one. <laughs> if I was going to tackle it with one photographer, that I'll do the exact same. Start with the girls, get to the ceremony probably half hour, 45 minutes before the ceremony starts. Yeah. Get some quick shots of the boys yeah. and then just go about that way. So another reason that it's really useful to have two photographers on hand is that while one photographer is, say, with the bridal party, another photographer can be taking images of your beautiful setup at the ceremony and the reception so often it can get a little bit frantic in the lead up to that ceremony time you don't always get the time to thoroughly shoot that ceremony and and the same for that reception setup so personally I, I love having another second photographer on hand to go and shoot that beautiful setup especially if you've put the resourcing into making that look beautiful but don't wig out for couples who are only having one photographer in that sense because it will get captured. It just might be a bit of a tighter squeeze. Look, guys, there's pros and cons to having two photographers and one photographer, but it's really going to depend on, A, your budget. It is going to, you are going to incur a fee for those photographers that don't include a second photographer within their packages. So that's one thing. Another thing is a lot of couples find it quite overwhelming having you know, two photographers plus two videographers, that's, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So if you can find, if you happen to choose a photographer that can convince you honestly that they can capture your day to the capacity that they need to just themselves and you and they can, you know, make you feel confident in that, trust them that's because right. they are there to do the best job that they possibly can do. And I know, you know, there's there's the weight of the – you're going to get more photos with two photographers. But to be honest, it's just not even the case. Sometimes I've had weddings where – and your first your first photographer – your main photographer is going to shoot the shit out of your day. They are not going to miss a beat. That yeah. camera barely goes down. The only time it really goes down is when they have that sort of half an hour window to eat when all of you guys are. So just – there are just a few pointers to keep in mind. Yeah, and it's quality over quantity, right? Like if, you, if you've got a really experienced photographer and they're used to just uh, taking photos solo, as you were saying, you just got to trust your photographer and if, if, if they can handle it with, with one, then just go yeah. with one. So ding, 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 <laughs> who wins? I don't even know. I think we just confused everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, sorry about that. I hope that didn't confuse everyone. <laughs> um, just some things to consider. We understand that weddings can be very expensive and y your photographer isn't cheap either. So what are some of the things, like what, what are couples looking at in terms of photography? And, and let's base it off, say, I think a standard duration of time that a photographer is covering a wedding would say eight hours. So let's just say eight hours photography, what sort of budget are, are, you, are couples looking at? I think I would say industry standard anything from three thousand to six thousand dollars yeah. for photography yeah and and that can i mean one's experience you know the yeah if you're paying a higher price it's more than likely going to be experience uh and equipment and so many other things and and a wedding 
A wedding photographer on the day almost doubles as a wedding planner. Like they're keeping things moving along. They're they're um, very nimble in terms of if, if things aren't going to plan, you want a photographer to be able to act on their feet. Absolutely. And go to plan A, B, C, D. Uh, so you sometimes you're paying for that experience as well. Definitely. Another thing would be checking out the packages and what's actually included by each of these photographers that you're checking out. Um, some might offer a little more than others, so it's a good idea to sit down with your partner and really go through what's included. Another thing to add to that would be the fact that you can check out the final product before you buy, essentially. So hitting their website or asking them, again, what I said before, directly for some full galleries and you'll get a beautiful idea of what you can expect at the end. Yeah, and that'll really justify your spend, I suppose. Exactly, yeah. So deliverables loose. This is a, always a fun heated debate between you and I. <laughs> when can you expect to receive your photos? <laughs> so do you want my timeline so, or yours? <laughs> so if you want your photos at Christmas, then <laughs> speak to Lose. <laughs> no, look, it's... um. Yes, it takes me a little bit longer, but... Well, let's hear some of your okay. reasons because I... I sit next to you when you edit. You're very detailed and thorough with your editing. So thank you. Explain, explain why you know turnaround times can be anywhere between six and or sorry, probably four to. Let's 12 say weeks. F- I think four to twelve weeks would be the buffer. Yeah. I think a lot of photographers. I know that you say your turnaround is four to six. Um, there's some that do six to eight, and then there's others that do, aka Lucy, <laughs> eight. Do wait, do I do eight to ten? It's eight to ten. I do eight to ten. Yes. So twelve is obviously twelve is a, that little bit longer. I don't do, <laughs> I usually get it done between eight and ten. But yeah, let, what are some of the reasons why this turnaround? Because that I mean, as an outside looking in, that sounds like a long time. A really long time. So what why is that? Well, for starters, if I refer to my personal packages and turned around I am delivering quite a high volume of final photos. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's better. It just means that that's that's just what I do. And yeah, exactly. There's more photos to edit. And look, not uh, blowing smoke up Lucy's bum or anything, (sighs) but uh, (laughs) she is very thorough with her editing and um, very meticulous. She's, you know, so what I'm saying is some photographers that have a longer lead times is they're really really putting their heart and soul into your photos and you're talking about getting 800 to a thousand photos back um that's that's a lot to actually go through so first you've got to sort of sit down and go through all the photos that you're taking yeah so that can be anywhere from five to ten thousand shots taken on the day and then the photographer's sort of culling that down to 800 a thousand so that's that process and then you've got to edit them all yeah so and then throw on top of that if you know, a wedding photographer is shooting somewhere between 30 and 40 weddings a year. Yeah. Most of them are in that sort of peak shoulder seasons, sort of spring and autumn. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if you're shooting two or three weddings in a weekend, that's that's just compounding and backing up. So there's some of the reasons why Yeah. you, you can – that those lead times or those turnaround times can be uh, a little long. Yeah. But on the flip, what we will say is – more often than not, your photographer will deliver you a beautiful preview after the wedding. So that, that'll at least give you, dependent on the photographer, I know Luce loves to send like 
a hundred photos. <laughs> a quarter of the gallery. As a preview. I'm more I'm more like twenty. <laughs> but um it's just good to so you and your partner can just have a look at something. Yeah. And no, it does like it doesn't make it better or worse the the timelines on mm. either end. Um it's just they're the things to consider when you do see that turnaround time and kind of go, what? It's going to take eight to, t- eight to ten weeks to get our final photos. But, yes, you will get at least 50 photos as a, as a bit of a teaser pretty much the week of your of your wedding. Albums. To, to get an album, to not get an album, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the albums that most photographers will build you are absolutely stunning. They are probably slightly a bit more costly for your photographer to put them together than it would be to say, I know that you can go to Big W or Officeworks and those kind of places where they do those sort of just hardcover albums, which end up looking gorgeous anyway. But if you're looking for those coffee table style books that almost don't look like, they don't look like an album, they look like a beautiful book, then most, you'll find most photographers will be able to offer you this as an additional. Yeah, that's usually as an additional rather part of the package. But it's actually not a bad idea to, if you're meeting your photographer before the wedding, uh, a lot of photographers will actually have sample albums. Yes, ask them to bring one. Yeah, because they are, they're so beautiful. And to have something tangible after your wedding, like living in a digital age, it's all online. It's so beautiful to look at and feel yep. and touch, touch. Yep. the photos. Uh, so, yeah, And you can get multiple done. So, you know, you can kind of get one made for you guys and then if you wanted to get your parents one or yeah, and your grandparents and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be an immediate thing either. Like you can get your photos back and then, you know, down the track three, six months, year, yep. um, decide to put that album together. Do keep in mind though that photographer some photographers may not keep yeah that's right all of their photos for Forever. that duration of time yeah. so you probably want to look if you do decide you want an album or you want to do it as a gift to someone you'd probably want to decide not too long after you've received your final gallery and you know if I'm your photographer you've done that and it's you've received it three months later so that's time not to think mm. um so yeah just that's a that's a something to consider too yeah but they do look beautiful and they're an amazing way to go back on your photos without having to jump on the computer and yeah stick the usb in yeah they're beautiful so run sheets we you know it's getting to about six weeks out from the wedding mm. the couples hitting us up with a run sheet they're asking if you've got any questions what are some of the things that couples should be considering in terms of lighting in terms of timing when factoring in run sheet yeah, look, if you're working with a planner, your planners will obvi- like planners or coordinators will tend to pull the run sheet and the structure of your run sheet together um, quite far out and they'll usually get in touch with your photographer in regards to just timings of when you'll turn up on the day, what time the ceremony should be in regards to when the sun's going down, et cetera, et cetera. But if you guys are doing it on your own, it's probably a really good idea to reach out to your photographer pretty much as soon as you've kind of got a bit of a rough structure of what your day looks like because then that way they will be able to advise on that beautiful time 
for your photos, but also efficiency with that as well. So making sure that you're not being taken away for a ridiculous amount of time and missing out on a beautiful part of the day as well. So in we had one of our listeners write in and sort of say like what's the best time for light. Obviously this is going to vary throughout the year and also how long to slot in for photos. So Ed, how long would you how long do you usually suggest to couples that they need for photos? Well from the ceremony start with that. From the ceremony you uh I would take the family photos after the ceremony and then I actually really love letting the guests just uh, le- letting the couple hang with guests for a little while just mm-hmm. to sort of say good day to everyone yeah they probably haven't seen everyone have a drink yeah, yeah just just relax and it's even good for photos I find that um you know <laughs> not in endorsing drinking but <laughs> it's if you have a couple of beverages you're actually going to loosen up in front of the camera as well Eddie's going to be find. drunk for our photos <laughs> um yeah so just having you know a couple of couple of beers or wines anyway, yeah it takes the to, edge off to, to answer your question the I would say about an hour yeah. so that's enough time to shoot the bridal party and then you'll shoot the bridal party first and then I'd probably say shoot the couple just solo after that and then being summer in Australia the sun's not setting until probably like eight o'clock later I I love to in the in the run sheet just put in a 15 or 20 minute buffer somewhere between the speeches just to allow for a little sunset session yeah um and yeah that's all it needs to be the 15 20 minutes maximum and it just it you get that you know, they talk, photographers talk about that golden light and it also gives you a good dynamic range in your gallery that you're going to get back as well. So you've all these different locations, yeah, different times of the day. Yep. And then a step further again from that is couples often, and it's never our intention, but they actually love just getting away just with their partner for that little 15 minute window because it's probably going to be the only chance that you two are going to have alone time on the night on the night so it can actually be special that way as well definitely so just to break that down it's going to depend on the time of the year but yeah just hit your photographer up once you've got a bit of a structure for your wedding and they'll be able to advise on how much time they usually need how they'd like to break it up that's best going to work for you guys and I mean at the end of the day it's your guys wedding so your photographer is going to work to the best that they can to what you would like them to. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you got to factor in a lot of things like where you're going to be taking the photos. Is it close to the reception? Is it close to the ceremony? Do you guys have particular locations that you yeah. really, really Do love you want and to want to go to? More to? than one location, that sort of thing. But as a just as a blanket sort of answer, we're just going to say around about an hour. Yeah, for that first time slot. Yeah, with your bridal party. Yeah. So off the back of that, another kind of query question that we get from a lot of couples is worry around not feeling comfortable in front of the camera whether it's the both of you or just one of you just know that you are the majority and it is part of your photographer's job to make you feel comfortable in front of the camera so obviously depending on the way that each photographer works it's best to just kind of ask them how they 
how they navigate this and what they'll do, steps they'll take to make you feel as comfortable as you possibly can. Going back to what Eddie said earlier about the, what do they call it? Liquid courage. (laughs) (laughs) That will help. It'll take the edge off. Um, It always does. And also the adrenaline on on the day I find kicks in and a lot of couples kind of just kick into gear and they they often say to me, well, I didn't like, I so didn't expect to, for yeah. it to be that easy. Like that was amazing. So, um, but just some things to think about. So a few steps that I often suggest that couples can take. A lot of photographers will offer an engagement shoot as yeah. a, um, as an option. This is a really good way to work with your photographer prior to your day and get a bit of a feel for how they work and, it's a lot more intimate. It's just you guys and them. So chances are you'll feel a little bit more confident doing that yeah. beforehand. Yeah. I think That's a, always a good one. I think a big one is just what we spoke about at the start of the episode is just building the rapport just for, from that initial first meeting as well. So part of photographing on the day is communicating between the photographer and the couple. So if you just naturally get along when you have that phone hookup or the Zoom meeting or the face-to-face meeting, that's a really good indicator of how you're going to get along with that photographer on the day. So I think that's probably, you'll be able to gauge with your partner before booking that photographer in. It's like, yeah, are we on the same wavelength, this photographer? That sort of thing. And I think that will then flow into your day as well. And that'll, if if you're getting along with them, it's going to naturally settle your nerves as well. Yeah, and a photographer's main instinct, someone who's been doing it for a while, they will be able to gauge if there's any cues that do make you guys feel uncomfortable and before that uncomfort sets in, they'll be able to change things up. Yeah, just in closing that, it's the photographer's job to make you feel comfortable. So don't for one second think that you're the minority because you're feeling uncomfortable. You're not, like Lou said, you're 99.9% of couples that come to photographers. They're just a little bit nervous of being in front of the camera and it's the photographer's job to settle those nerves on the day and get those real natural moments from you guys. Another really good one is if you wanted to, don't feel like you can't send your photographer some reference shots that you do really, really love. Um, and stuff that you really, really hate too. Your photographer wants to get it right and your photographer wants to make that portrait session and your time with your bridal party doing the photos as fun and as, you know, sort of quick as possible and make sure that you guys get the best outcome that you've paid for. Yeah, that's a good one. I think Tula spoke about that on one of the first episodes that she literally just saved a couple of things on Instagram, just referenced them. And that's actually really good to provide your photographer because one, it gives them a bit of creative inspo, but then also you can sort of get the understanding of, all right, this is what they're sort of vibing and just so you're getting on the same page. So don't feel like you need to go send them (laughs) 20 pages of photos, but even just flag a couple and send them over to your photographer and that'll... That'll give them a good insight. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it, guys. I think we covered most things. If there's anything that we miss, feel free to get in touch with us directly via Instagram or join the conversation on that Facebook group. Uh, We encourage you guys to jump on there and just create the conversation with the community. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it, Luce. Thank you. Until next week. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Chat to you next week. Ciao.